Hello, squirrels. Are we, are we live or are we Memorex? That that's gonna have a bunch of our squirrel, our younger squirrels running to the to the internet. What <gasps> does that mean? Oh my gosh. I have to tell you. So uh, okay. At the reference desk, we have like two reference desk employees who are both kind of young. Let's say thirty and under. And okay. I was I was texting with one of them last night and we were discussing the dude who used to be the library director is no longer. And I said to her, I said, Oh my God, I'm so glad he's not director anymore because I was getting sick of him coming into the library, looking in his suits, looking like a 1970s lounge lizard. Because he had like he had like the feathered hair and like he'd wear the oh god he, for for example he'd wear a gray suit with a bright like a a blood red shirt and a black tie and it, it was like that sort of vibe right um, he also had purple shirt the purple shirt was in heavy rotation anyway uh. it was you know so. So I said to her, I said, I'm, I got tired of looking at the lounge lizard. And she texted me back. She's like, I had to Google that. No. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, ne- next time, hit her with Leisure Suit Larry and see what she does. <laughs> yeah. That was a great game. Oh, man. You'll get blank stares. Huh? I'm so old. You're the youngest. Shut up. I know I am the youngest. I'm so old, which, you know, the what, baby what does that make you? Uh, that makes us ancient. Alan and, I, Alan and I are just waiting to die. Do you have onions in your belt? <laughs> yes. It was the style at the time. <laughs> hmm. oh, Speaking goodness. of old men. <laughs> Excellent segue. Come on, that was great. That was perfect. Well, the Democrats had their convention. And, uh, you know, I didn't watch it. I have to, you know, just full disclosure, I did not watch it. Mostly because I watched parts of it, like little bits of it. And I thought, oh, no. No, I, I just couldn't. I mean, the the one thing I saw, and I think it was, I think it was from the first night of the DNC, it was the video, and I think they closed out the first night of the DNC, DNC with this musical video, which was, which was... Oh, that one. That was so cringy. I, it was so cringy. I mean, it was like... It was, what was the song? What's going on? Or something's yeah. happening here? Or, yeah. The, you the, know, one of those. It's one of those 60s hippie songs. Right. Six, the, 60s the, hippie. Yeah. The the revolution of the people songs. Right. But the, the video quality was, I mean, it was like literally like worse than it, early 80s yeah. TV. Yeah. It looked like the old lady in the Facebook commercial. You know, I unfriend you. That's not how this works. <laughs> Made a video. Yeah. You know, she enlisted her 12-year-old grandson to help. 
And that's I don't know, Jay. If the twelve-year-old grandson went to make a video, it'd probably be better. Than be, well, it'd be a, a lot brain, better. This was—it's a brain-damaged twelve-year-old yeah, grandson. This was I done. Mean, this looks like it was done with an old Atari video toaster. It, yes. It's one of those things. That if you <laughs> took that out of context, you would think somebody did this to poke fun at them and did a crappy job. Yeah. You know, there's no. You know, this is so obviously a fake and you know, overly stupid that. We, we, we're going to have to dig up a link because and, no, nobody would believe it. If you said this is what they played at the Democratic National Convention, you'd be like, stop, you know, come on. Nobody's going to buy that. And with all yeah. the Hollywood talent they have, that's the best they right. can do. Really? Right. Right. With with all not just Hollywood, though, the the raw net savvy talent. That leans left. That could have, yeah, it makes you wonder. Hand. Yeah, but the but the whole the whole Democrat thing, as far as I can see, was 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 kind of like that. I mean, it was like a it was like a bad Skype call or a bad Zoom call. I mean, the whole thing was just yeah, it was just awful. And then you contrast that with what the Republicans have been doing this week, and it's like night and day. I mean, it's yeah, crazy. I mean the 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 Republicans I, have been doing have been it's like it's like they it's like the parties have flip flopped in their, yes. their capabilities right yes I mean you're yes. used, you're used to you're used to the GOP being the party of suck and fail that that video if you put Mitt Romney in it absolutely boom yep <laughs> yep Bob Dole which which is a more appropriate time frame right. for mm-hmm. how that video looked that was like nineties you know that was it was dated for the groove is in the heart by the D lights. I'm going to throw that one out there for our younger <laughs> listeners. Um, and I'm, I'm being facetious because that was popular years ago, but do you would have expected that. I know everyone's got it in their head. Anyway, that song that would have been right at home with John McCain in 2008. You'd have been like, yep. This is exactly what I would picture the 2008 GOP to come out with. Well, You've remember when Barack, Barack Ob- Ob- yeah, when Barack Obama was like the the candidate, right? When he was, you know, his, the first time he got elected, when he was the candidate, it it was like they were on top of the marketing game, yep. right? Like yep. they had all the branding and the colors. I remember, like it was like the talk of all the designers of like, Oh my gosh, the branding of Barack Obama is masterful and it works because it was beautiful and different. And, and I, I was not surprised because like so many artists and designers are Democrats, but what happened this year? Like where are all those people this year? It's Joe Biden. You know, one of the, one of the theories I've heard floated about, is this is this is a a by election for lack of a better term hmm. that they they really don't want to win. I mean, sure, it'd be great if they won, but they're not going to invest a lot into it, and that's why you have the candidates you have. Joe Biden has already he 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 has pulled out of not one but two Democratic nomination mm-hmm. procedures. One for plagiarism, which we'll get to this later, 
<laughs> he does not seem to have learned his lesson. And two, to make way for Hillary Clinton. But he's already a three-time loser. Right. A two-time loser, I guess. Well, you know. Be- you know. But, yeah, I mean, certainly more, but. You know, three, kind of, because he lost, you know, he lost to the Obama. Well, that's. In I, 2008, that's, I, he was a candidate also. Oh, yeah. That's right. He's like the perpetual candidate. You know, it's, again, they are, it, it seems very much like Bob Dole in 1996. It's his turn. He's not going to be damaged by losing. You know, I, I distinctly remember talking about Bob Dole, watching him go on Letterman after he lost. And he was engaging and animated and funny. And it was like, where the fuck was that Bob oh, Dole yeah, during, I remember the, that. during the campaign? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy he had David Letterman in stitches. And it's kind of the same thing, except I don't think Joe Biden knows where he is at, at any given moment. I really don't. He's clearly... There have been a few cogs falling out of that gear, if you know what I mean. I think you do. Oh, yeah. Now, Kamala Harris, she's the vice president. I, the, people really tend to not care all that much about the vice yeah, president. Yeah, but she's a shitty v- VP candidate. I mean, she so, checks off the boxes. No, she yeah, gets... but, yeah, but Jay, think about it. Okay, so so if you had a viable presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. The one thing you want to do, and it, this is like this is like the rule book, right? You pick your vice presidential presidential candidate to shore up support in an area you might be weak. Well, you know, I mean, she's going to bring the important California vote. We which, know how which it's always in play. They, <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes. I know you can't see me, but but you you know what I mean. I mean, she's I she's, know exactly and mean, she yeah. was the she got the least amount of votes of any candidate. In, I mean, she didn't even, she didn't get anything. I don't know. I think she beat Seth Moulton. Okay. <laughs> People but are going, who? She's, <laughs> she's reviled by lots of Democrats. I mean, she is Please not a popular candidate. That's the funny thing. In, in the current atmosphere of defund <clears throat> the police, Joe Biden picked the California attorney general has, who has put more black men in jail than anybody else. Right. Exactly. You know, in, in the running, I mean, uh, Mike Pence, he was what governor of Indiana. Am I mm-hmm. remembering that correctly? Yes, you are correct. I don't believe that Indiana incarcerated a, a fraction of the African-American males no. that Kamala Harris did. But, but Indiana, see Pence was a classic VP pick because it's, you know, right. a heartland and, and Trump wanted to win the heartland. He wanted to yeah. win the, you know, Indiana is like, you know, it's, it's brilliant industrial heartland. And you've, you, people in Ohio right. know who he is. People in Wisconsin, the states also, that are in play. He's, he's the whole, you know, very uh, Christian vote right. guy. Right. Which, yep. which countered yep. Trump's yeah. less than <laughs> Christian credentials but you know it it, it kind of goes back to what you were saying jay it's it's you know it's like if they were you know if they were trying to lose on purpose right. other than other than just like throwing in the towel and going hey we're not yeah. gonna you know we're not running a candidate this year right, right. what i mean because they could have picked bernie who is who? Who also old is probably not senile, and at least generates a shitload of excitement within the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. 
Can I flout my theory? Absolutely. Sure. My theory is that they want to lose because they want the ensuing riots. They want the riots. They want the cities to burn. That's where I think that's where they're at now. Hmm. They're they're looking they're looking. I mean, at this, I mean, I think on a certain level, like the Democrats are like, all right, we're not going to be Trump. We're not. The economy was great. The economy is going to recover probably before the election. What are we going to do? And I think we're like, they're probably like, well, let's burn it all down. So they, so what you're saying is they want to have a revolution and they don't want to be the party in charge when the revolution happens. Yeah. Right. Right. And that that does kind of dovetail with with a lot of, you know, what I'm hearing that there's a limited window, you know, when you get that that violent overthrow, not overthrow, but that the the change, I it's also part they're hearkening back to the 60s. And this gets back to that video, you know, the whole anti-Vietnam and they're still the Democratic Party is still riding that peace, man. Yeah, they, yeah. And I've also heard a lot of folks commenting that they're waiting for their Kent State moment. What? I do wonder. Mm hmm. Wow. If you push hard enough, Mm -hmm. eventually you are going to get a reaction and it's going to be ugly. And we may, you know, we're, we're, not going to touch on the recent happenings in Wisconsin. It's too soon. We don't know all the facts. Right. But it certainly fits into that general framework. Mm-hmm. That if you provoke enough, you're going to get that sort of response. And and what recently happened in Washington, D.C. is a perfect example. For those who may not have seen it, a group of Black Lives Matter protesters, who, by the way, were, no offense, whiter than Brita, um, <laughs> as as the token, you know, Italian, I can say that. They, hey, I'm black. I can say it. They, they cornered a group of diners in Washington D.C. Oh, that! And shrieked oh, at them and got in their faces, telling them that they had to give <sighs> the Black Lives Matter salute. To show they were with them or they'd be considered against them. And they were screaming at people right in their faces, screaming at them. You Donald Trump could not have hired people mm-hmm. to do something more boneheaded. Right. You you could not have set that up. Carl Rove could not have planned a, a better pro-Republican soundbite. Because there was a woman in this group screaming back at them that she had marched for Black Lives Matter and they were pissing her off. And they're just, they're basically daring someone to stand up and beat the living shit out of them. You watch the video and there's there's a bunch of little stick arm, you know, (laughs) David Hogg looking... Yeah, weakling motherfuckers. But Jay, here's the, like, here's the difference. You get one Dan Crenshaw who stands up, he's going to break the whole group. Here's here's the difference though. Kent State was was 
Kent, Kent State and Brita knows probably knows more about this <laughs> than I do because yes. she went there. Yes. Um, but Kent State was they the students that were shot were not like looting and burning and destroying. They were not things. They were not. They were, you know. Yes, legitimately just protesting. Right. They were. Yeah. Mostly peaceful, and I mean mostly peaceful in in the legitimate sense. I mean they yeah. were. <laughs> yes. Yes, they were, not not in the CNN sense. Right. They were standing around. They were they were occupying the school and the the school, the administration, unlike administrations today, wanted them gone. Mm-hmm. And some somehow they got I think there was like a fire at the ROTC building or Yeah, somehow something. I mean it was like not on the level of right. you know, I, I seem to recall some you know, there was some question of that rocks were thrown or things were thrown, but right. yeah, yeah, but nowhere near no. what we're seeing now. But there's a huge no. so so when 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 you say they're looking for a Kent State moment, it would be different if there hadn't been looting and burning and destroying and you well, know, blocking the doors and then setting a building on fire, hoping to kill people inside the building and you know things like that. Except. They're still reporting it as mostly peaceful. Yeah, and then they mm-hmm. and they have and they while they're saying mostly peaceful, they're showing video of, of things literally on fire, right? And burning. Right. I mean, people you know, people understand. Well, but they've moved the Overton window though, because now arson against unoccupied structures isn't violence. Oh yes, it is. I don't think and, and I don't think that plays with with people in general. That that might play with with. Idiotic uh, Democrats. I've heard a good number of people who are like, oh, they looted a target. That's okay. It's a big shame, which I have a huge problem with. Yeah, I have a problem with that, too. I have a gigantic problem with that because I don't give a rat's ass if it's a huge chain. You know what that one target does? It employs a shit ton of people. Right. But at it's the same time, st- at the same time, target employees aren't going to risk their lives to defend the target. Right. So it's a oh, safe. Yeah. It's, it's a safe. Target. Absolutely it's a safe target for the rioters to, to burn and loot. You go down to, you know, the Italian bakery and you're going to get some resistance. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, it's Ginzo's with guns. Right. Cause, cause when it's a, I, I would like to, like to note here that Corbo's in Playhouse Square in Cleveland has reopened. Good. Huh? Yay. Yes. Fully reopened. So, if you're a Clevelander, I don't think anybody except me and one other listener, Kent. <laughs> Hi, Kent. How you doing, Kent? Yeah. Um, I think we're the only... Oh, no, Brent. My friend Brent is a yeah, Clevelander. Yeah, there's a few there you people. Go. And so, to, so all three of us. You know. this, is, this is turning into romper room. I see Brent and I see <laughs> yeah. Kent. Brent and Kent <laughs> from Cleveland. Yeah. From Cleveland. Anyway. I wanted to talk, and we're almost halfway through the show. I wanted to talk about how amazing the RNC has been. Okay. And and I I, I confess I'm not watching it like live on the streaming thing. I'm just watching like YouTube's and video clips on Facebook. Yeah, who's got but, time to watch the whole thing? Well, I mean. <laughs> I don't. And also I don't have TV. So it's like awkward to, 
whatever. Anyway, so last night was the you know the celebration of America's heroes, and honestly, this whole this the whole RNC has been so on point with I think what every American kind of is craving right now. We're all craving like a little bit of normalcy. You know, we're we're craving like American spirit and patriotism and things are gonna be good and and you know just optimism and happiness and and I think it's in direct contrast to the DNC where the DNC was all doom yep. and gloom and they had fucking Billie Eilish standing. <laughs> I, I mean, it looked like she was like doing a zoom thing, but like her background was kind of like this haunted graveyard kind of vibe. And like we, the whole, the whole thing was doom and gloom of the DNC. And I, I don't know if it's working for them. I don't think it is, but I think regular American people really are craving something. I mean, we've been through it this year, all of us. And I think regular American people are craving something bright and happy and optimistic. And last night, the I, I was blown away. Like, every night so far has been like a lineup of, of speeches that, on a certain level, like, surprised me i was like wow they got this guy to speak and like they've had democrats come out and speak like not just democrats but like black democrats coming out and to speak to say you know what joe biden you know you don't tell me what to think and i mean and last night i don't know i was just i mean it was like the 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 first i don't know the first couple nights was like the usual players like donald trump jr uh, you know the the guys and and whatever but last night i was just like stunned by the lineup of these people like they had this blind chinese guy who is an attorney i think now but and he was talking against communism oh oh and one of the first nights they had that cuban immigrant guy who was so oh my gosh if you Take the time to listen to his speech. You will be in tears. He's a wonderful speaker, and everything comes from the heart. And 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 really, like that is kind of one of the trends that I'm seeing in the RNC. Was there's a lot of like regular people, everyday people, not celebrities, not politicians, just people who have been uplifted by president trump or his policies or whatever one way or the other and i think i think it's so compelling because everybody loves to hear everybody else's story right and we've heard so and and i think on a certain level like in the country today we're all smart enough to not believe celebrities stories right they're all bullshit i mean like here's Billie eilish who bless her heart she's like 12 years old i'm not even sure i think she's 19 or i I don't even know but i mean come on she's a, a a very wealthy very popular musician 
pop star, whatever. I don't think she has a real sense of the world and of of what it ha- what it means to be an adult in America trying to live your life. And to have her on the screen telling people, you know, how to vote and, oh, the world is so terrible now. And, oh, yeah. uh, what the you know, does she know about it. What the fuck do you yeah. know? Yeah. So here we have last night, this Chinese, I think he defected. I don't even know. I should have probably paid more attention. But this yeah, he, Chinese he sought, guy, he, he sought uh, asylum at the and hid yes. out in the American embassy in right. Beijing until they could right. get him out of the country. Right. And he's blind on top of it. And he's there he is at the RNC telling his story. And it was it was moving in a way that the Democratic Party cannot offer the American people. And I think American people are are I think we're wise to their game now. I think us being wise to their game is part of the reason why Trump got elected the first time. Oh, absolutely. And can I just mention that I was, I almost dropped my damn iPad last night when I was scrolling through the videos of the RNC from last night and I saw a nun in full habit Mind blown on the RNC. She also is a lieutenant colonel in the army and a medical, she's a, she's a doctor. She's a medical doctor and she served in the army for, I think, decades. And then after she had served there, she decided to become a nun. And she was there giving her speech in support of Donald Trump and his, his commitment to the right to life, which Joe Biden calls himself a Catholic. Can, and yet has been denied communion time and time again because of his stance on abortion. If you're if you're if you're pro abortion and denied communion, are you really a Catholic? I don't think well, so. I mean you're not excommunicated, I guess, but damn. You're not excommunicated. Let's just put it that way. I mean, like, there's this whole issue of, you know, sin and confession and, you know, doing doing your penance. But, I mean, does, really, Joe Biden, does he go to confession? Yeah, but to go every to time con- Every time he votes for more, more abortion, does he go to confession? Does yeah. Nancy Pelosi vote for more, more, you know, does she go to confession every time she votes for more abortion? I don't think so. Well, but that's the thing. I mean, confession, I mean, I'm not... I'm not Catholic, but you know, I've seen, I've seen it on TV and yeah. you know, <laughs> I've seen to, Catholicism to, on TV. <laughs> the whole thing about confession, <laughs> the, the whole thing yeah. about confession is it has to be honest. Otherwise it's yes. pointless. So yes. if you, you know, it's, it's the whole, you know, go and sin no more, which, you know, they know you're going to sin, right? Cause we're people, but you have to, you have to be contrite. I mean, that's one of the, that's one of the, Yes. Requirements. Corner, of cornerstones. Right. You can't you can't go in and go, oh yeah, I you know, I, I killed twenty million babies this year or, or I was responsible right. for it. And I'm gonna keep doing it, so screw you. Right. Right. You, I mean, it doesn't work that way. Right. 
Right. So anyway, the RNC has been remarkable, I think, on a certain level. And 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 the people that are coming that are coming out to speak at the RNC are are genuine. They seem like genuine people and they are telling their stories and they're speaking their truth. And it seems very. I don't know. I mean, it's compelling to watch these people. You know, and I'm, I've been surprised time and time again by the people they've chosen to speak. I, I don't know. I, I just think that, are, I don't know, I hope everybody's we, watching. Are we sure that woman was a real nun? She's a real nun. <laughs> she did not have a ruler in her hand. Well, do you know, you know I've those robes? On, I've seen nuns on TV and they always have rulers in their hands. The robes hide a lot. She could probably have an AK-47 under her robes. So you would never know. That's true. That's ruler be damned, man. Yeah. Oh, but um, they're Roman Catholic. It's probably a BM fifty nine. Sorry, I had to say the gun geek thing. They still carry pikes in the uh, Vatican. That's right, halberds. Because yeah. you know nothing says don't loot this building like a twelve foot pole, twelve foot long knife. Yeah. Well, but I really think that that the RNC has has given. <laughs> their best shot at offering the American people like what they want to hear and what they're interested in. Right. You know, I mean, we're in the age of, we're in the age of like, well, I mean, come on, go back to blogging. People like real stories. I mean, that was, that was the death of blogging, right? When people stopped telling their stories, when people stopped telling like their authentic stories, and that was the death of blogging. But, you know, you see Instagrams and you see YouTubes. And these are the people who become, like, famous. And these are just people, interesting people that have things to say and stories to tell. And I think it was just really smart of the RNC to, to take that route. Hmm. Okay. I'm done. So, bye. No, that's, that's a great, great observation. Yeah, as opposed to... Whatever the hell the DNC was. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure. Like, they tried to try it all. Oh, my gosh. I saw one clip of Julia Louis-Dreyfus. <laughs> and she, I think, was kind of like the host or one of the hosts of the whatever was going on. And it was, she was trying to make, and I can't remember who, who was with her on the screen, but she was trying to do this whole, like, joke about Mike Pence's name and they were trying to like mispronounce Mike Pence. They're like Mike Ponce. Like they were like trying to make his name sound something other than it was. But it was like this whole cringy, horrible joke. I mean it was like really bad and I'm thinking, wait, this is what you have? This is <laughs> this is the the DNC really? Like it was it was like a you know when you watch Saturday Night Live and it's really just falls flat and it was just yeah. nobody's nobody's laughing, the audience isn't laughing, and they just kind of you know it, I mean it felt like that. I'm thinking, right. oh boy, I kind of felt bad for her, but I mean you know not that much. <laughs> anyway, yeah, well yeah, I mean I I don't feel bad for them at all because they they put themselves <laughs> there, you know they. 
it's like we're you know I never I never thought she was that funny anyway. But a lot of a lot of this Hollywood you know I mean you watch TV and for the you know I mean there's some sucky shows but there's a lot of good ones and they have writers that write you know good engaging things. This goes back to that what we were saying earlier. Just you know you you have all this talent somewhere. I mean they're all Democrats. And and this right. is what you come up with, it's it's awful. And then you have yep. you, then you have the the Republicans who arguably you know don't have. <laughs> I mean, they have, there's a few token Republicans in Hollywood, but for the most part, yeah. they're you know they're almost the exclusively has been right. You know, I hate to say it, but James Woods, Scott Baio, Dean Kane, these oh, are yeah. guys that. Well, they're past their prime. They're, you know they're people mean, that, that realize they're not going to get another role in anything. Exactly. Again. So it's okay exactly. to be whatever. Kirk, Kirk Cameron, there's yeah. another one, you know. But they're, they're 15 minutes or the, up. The, the production values for the Republican, uh, you know, have been so much better. Well, and, like, to me, the most amazing thing. Without a doubt, the most amazing thing has been Donald Trump was president, played a role in an absolutely historic undertaking in the Middle East. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there was deafening roar of crickets. Yep. yep. You know, yep. To, yep. Somebody, somebody made a comment the other day. Trump has got us into zero foreign entanglements in the time yeah. he's been in office. And yet the Cindy Sheehan's of the world, again, deafening sound of crickets. Well, right. You know, you know for, for someone who is the second coming of Hitler, we've been told over and over and over again, he is quite possibly the worst Hitler you could possibly imagine. He's helping the Jews achieve peace in the Middle East. <laughs> yes. He's not annexing our neighbors. He's like anti-Hitler. He's but, he, like Jay, 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 Jay. Get. I mean, come on. After after eight years of bomb of Obama bombing the shit out of the entire world, <laughs> yes. was there was there any place left that he could get us entangled? <laughs> well, it wouldn't have mattered if if he had refuse to draw down from uh, yeah again talk about historic we're pulling troops out of fucking germany oh yeah germany for the first time since world war ii since the end of world war ii and we're like yeah you know what we're done here we we've we've been done here since at least the end of the cold world 30 fucking years ago right but oh no the german economy will suffer because their american dollars will not be coming in Right. Well, fuck you. Sorry. And, and maybe it's about time for Europe to start picking up the fucking tab for the military there. Oh, gee. Oh, Which that's is not going to happen again. One of the things that he that Trump talked about in 2016. Yep. I think one of the biggest shockers of Donald Trump's presidency has been he's at least attempted to keep some of his campaign promises. Yeah. Nobody knows what to do. What the fuck? You got a guy who said he was going to do this and, and he did it. Is, he meant is, it. Is there the any campaign? Is there any campaign promise he hasn't? Uh, he hasn't gotten Mexico to build for the wall. 
you know, uh, to, to pay for the wall. I thought they paid some of it. Well, it's not a hundred percent. Well, they're no, they're yeah, yeah. they're paying they're paying for troops to be along the wall to to guard it. Yeah, as, and as soon as COVID nineteen hit, what happened? They closed the borders. Yeah, done. <laughs> there you go. We win. We won. It was all it was all Trump's plot after all. That's it. Well, you see, that's the whole thing. Under Trump, one hundred seventy five thousand Americans have died. Um. So is he also responsible for the? Oh, that's right. There have been no COVID deaths in China. Oh, really? You believe that? Look up, look up the numbers. Zero. How convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody believe that? No. And I'm just like, you know, you. Well, again, because I don't, I don't believe our statistics. I damn sure don't, I don't. believe China's. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's an interesting thing. I I. I think I might have sent something out when I saw this. And, and I only saw it once and it disappeared instantly. But it was a nice little gaslight. The story was one bright spot in the COVID-19 story is that deaths from other diseases are way down. Oh! And like without a hint oh. of irony. You know, wow. oh. Deaths from influenza are way down. Yeah. Heart disease, it, cancer. What they're doing is they're preparing us for a few years down the road when the actual numbers come out and all the other things have this giant depression well for half of 2020 mm -hmm. when no one died of lung cancer, no one died of heart disease, no one died of influenza, no one died of the common cold. No one. Death went to zero. But we have this huge spike in COVID deaths. And it, it you know, they, they put it out there. And I think enough people were like, wait a second. The flu spreads exactly the same way COVID-19 does. So if COVID-19 is still spreading, the flu should still be spreading. We're, no. we're, we're not covering ourselves in anti-flu blankets. Well, what's, you know, what is, so, so the only, theoretically, if you follow the rules, <laughs> the only way you can get a COVID test is if you have symptoms. Oh, no, yes. no, 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 no. Yeah. Well, they're, if you, they're doing they, free testing. Yeah, but you still, but you still have to, I mean, according to the rules, you still have to have symptoms. So if you have um, symptoms... I disagree. My my wife has been tested for COVID and she had no symptoms. No well, symptoms. No, it was her Why job. Why did she get tested? Oh, her, her job. Her yeah. job said we have COVID testing available for everybody, for every employee. No, she works in a lab. But oh, that's okay. different. She doesn't touch anything COVID related. And, yeah, and but still. There, but, uh, but what I'm saying is they're coming out with all these all these tests and they're saying with well, the COVID the the COVID positive rate is running like ten percent. Yeah. So well, what is what is the 90 percent? What disease does the 90 percent of the people have that led them to think they needed to go get a covid test? Seasonal allergies. Yep. Well, yep. cold, flu, I mean, you know, all these things I, that the other weekend, the other weekend, I had a fever. You had a fever? I I had a fever. Brita got was, the Rona. I, I was sneezing and I thought, oh, shit. Well, I mean, I work with the public, so I've been expecting it, right? Right, right. I've been like, okay, any time now, I'm going to get sick. 
Um, so one weekend, a couple weeks, what, two weekends ago, I had a fever. It was a very slight fever. And I had been sneezing all day. And I thought, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And I was, yeah. like, so panicked that I had gone online and I was Googling, like, where to go get tested. And I looked at the thermostat in my house and it was, like, 85 degrees in my house. <laughs> I thought, well, maybe that's why I'm warm. I don't know. And then... Um, Mike said to me, he's like, did you take allergy meds today? And I was like, no, I didn't. And then I went online and I looked and I, apparently I'm allergic to ragweed because ragweed was like off the charts in Ohio that weekend. <laughs> and so I, I went into the air conditioned bedroom and I took my allergy medication and I laid there and I was fine. But I, I don't know. Crazy. Well, we're very glad you're not dying of the Rona. I'm, I am not dying of the Rona. Good. That, yeah. that is very good to hear. But yeah, yeah. So, so there was that one. And then the other one was all these conspiracy theories about the coronavirus numbers. Like the automatic assumption was that if you questioned them in any way, you were some 9-11 truther. Or, oh, yeah. you know flat earther or moon landing was faked person well if you put if you, you post anything category. if you post anything on facebook or twitter or instagram or anything like that that questions the party yeah. line on covid19 you your post gets deleted you know and and it it dovetails with the recent round of mostly peaceful protests when you are a White liberal shrieking in the face of somebody telling them that they have to do something to show they support your cause or they're against you. It's not about bringing people around to your side. It's about control. It's Absolutely. about proving. It's about proving you can make someone do something they don't want to do, which right. is exactly what we've seen the end result of the COVID-19 thing. We can wear, ma we have to wear masks. There's a mask mandate. Now they're starting to come out with, well, you should actually wear a face shield. And I'm like, oh okay, full space suit is next. You know, can you have to I, wear a full uh, helmet and a Tyvek suit. Can I just you know, shut down the library and not go to work? Cause this, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and it's one of those things that, well, yes, it will work. You know, absolutely. If you cover yourself head to toe and, you know, do a decontamination shower, you won't get COVID. You won't get any other disease. Well, the, right. you'll, you'll spend your life inside of a 150 degree oven. But, you know, hey, you do you, boo. The, the epidemiologists are all saying the lockdown is was a huge mistake. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's I mean, this whole thing has turned turned. Right initially it was like, Oh, okay, let's all shut down for two weeks right. and we're going to do this thing so we can flatten the curve and the hospitals will not be overwhelmed. And apparently they were never overwhelmed. Yep. Um, hospitals will not be overwhelmed. And then, you know, we're two all two weeks, like, get, two weeks, get, to flatten two weeks. The curve. right. But now it has turned into this weird and I'm trying to understand it. Everybody wearing masks, so nobody ever gets sick ever again. Right. 
I mean, that's what it looks like to me, right? Well, and and right. the fact is, like somebody posted, and again, uh, I'll in full disclosure, I did not like research all of the numbers, but okay. it was basically like a very long, you know, a curve that starts high and goes down low. It's you know, declination, whatever the hell you call it, but COVID deaths, you know, they were really big back in April and they've just been trailing off. And like you get to the part of the curve where it's almost perfectly flat and there's a little line, mask use mandatory. (laughs) Again, it's not about, it's not connected to science or epidemiology or medicine. The time to have been saying people we ought to wear masks is back in March when we were two weeks to flatten the curve. And told specifically not to wear masks. Right, right. Which, yeah, they kind of dance around that. You know, it's like, well, we didn't want people to go out and buy all the masks up. Well, yeah, bullshit. If they, then what, you don't come out and say they don't work. You know, you, you. not if you want people to believe you a month a month from now. Yeah, and, I can't and, think that far ahead. Yeah, and they don't have to. But it's again, it's we're seeing eerie parallels because again, going back to something I've mentioned before, global warming, perfect example. Per- Whatever happened this, to that? Do that. Well, that very conveniently went out the window, and and <laughs> I've I've actually had some fun with, and I I'm kind of ashamed to say it's people in my own family. Who are all, you know, you Trump people don't believe in masks. Really? So what you're telling me then is all of the masks I see littering the sidewalks and the side of the road and the parking lots are thrown by Democrats. <laughs> the vapor lock is priceless. No, no, no. Well, by your own I think, admission. I think the reason climate change went away is because they discovered they could get more traction with the COVID than they were getting yep. with the climate the change. COVID hmm. more immediate. Yeah. You know, even even the the biggest scare tactic for climate change was 10 years. And that you, you, it's so dumb to put a 10 year, you know, go back and watch an inconvenient truth. Oh, yeah. hmm. When was that? When did that come out? Oh, early 2000s. And are the polar bears all dead? Yeah. No, they're yeah, the, not. The, Is New York the, under two feet of water? No. No, it's not. Yeah, Did all, all the, the ice, ice, caps melt? ice caps were supposed to have melted yep. by 2012 or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. It's it's when you give yourself this ridiculously short window in today's day and age, it's way too easy for people to be like, "You are full of shit." <laughs> so if you were full of shit, that, okay, all right. I'm going to make an analogy. I have a smartwatch. It measures various, you know, health metrics. And when I go up and down a flight, you know, I, I go up and down stairs and it doesn't count a single one. Right. There's obviously something that is not functioning the way it is intended. Right. It is supposed to count when I go up and down, when I go up a flight of stairs. Yeah, I have the same problem. Okay. Right. So doesn't that make you stop and say, if it's, mis- if it's messing that up? How can I trust the steps or the calories or the pulse oximetry or any of the other things it measures when it consistently fucks up stairs? Now, I get it. It's, it's all barometric pressure and, and inside your house, it's 
hard because it's it's you know climate control blah 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 blah, 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 blah. okay yeah I'm way oversimplifying it, but yeah, but it doesn't matter, Jay, because you got a thing that says specifically how many steps you've climbed today, and it says zero, no matter how many times you've trotted your butt up and down out of the basement. So clearly, there is a problem here, and and that's the whole thing. Once you have proven yourself to be wrong about something pretty concrete, you cast doubt on anything else that comes out. You know, and, and yeah. And it's like the projection is kind of astonishing. You know, when the New York Times comes out and says, you know, oh, the death toll is, has, has exceeded 150,000, which is way beyond all expectation, way beyond all projections. And it's like two months ago, you were saying two million was the optimistic toll. Yeah. Two months ago. You know, it, it, we're, we're getting live and direct evidence of Ann Coulter's for liberals history began yesterday. Right. It's like, no, we never said that. And you can't prove it. We're like, no, look right here. Here it is. Here is your own website with your own words, contradicting what you're saying now. And it's two months ago. How can we believe anything you report when you will blatantly lie to us when it's so easy to check, and that's the whole thing. It's so easy to check today. Sure. In today's day and age, there is. But most people don't bother. Most people don't check. Exactly. Exactly. You go on the New York Times site, you go back to March, and you look at some of the predictions they used to scare us into compliance and shutting down, and basically, you know, flying the economy into the ground on fire. And it was, well, even if all of this happens, what the best we can hope for is, is 2 million dead. And back then we were saying, that's bullshit. That's fucking black plague levels of death. You know, you, not quite, but that's unheard of levels in a modern, you know, in, in, in modern medicine times that is it's unconscionable. It's un, it's to use a phrase that overused inconceivable. <laughs> yeah. And clearly, you know, as the time went on, they were wrong. They were wildly wrong. They were orders of magnitude wrong. Right. And rather than say, boy, you know, you know, we were erring on the side of caution because this, this may very well, we didn't know. When we came out with those projections, we honestly didn't know. And that was true. Right. They honestly did not know what this disease could do, was capable of doing, could turn into. And rather than just saying, hey, you know, we erred on the side of caution because the initial estimates look pretty bad. I think everybody would have been like, hey, you know, we understand. But instead, it was. Just we're going to double down. We're going to double down and we're going to pretend you don't, you know, we're going to pretend it never happened and we're going to hope you don't check. And then we're going to do things like the fact checkers are all going to say, oh, no, this is false because we never said 150,000 would die. We said 2 million would die. But, yeah. you know, we're going to we're going to parse words and accuse you of gaslighting. And call you conspiracy theorists 
all those anti-science nuts. Why do Republicans hate science? Mm. Right? So listen to the experts. You know, the, the, one of the most infuriating commercials was, you know, oh, experts say to wear a mask and do this. But, you know, your idiot cousin says you don't have to. Who are you going to listen to? The doctors, of course. Nice straw man. Literally no one has said that. And then other doctors come out and they're like, um, what the fuck? You know, this is not this is not based in any science that we know of. Don't listen to those doctors. And, you know, so now you get into this war of who do you listen to and who do you don't. Right. And it boils down to really, we just want to control you. And, sure. and this is this is faster than climate change. And, Absolutely. And, you know, and then the riots are even faster than that because, hey, if you don't do as we say, we're going to send this angry mob to burn your house down. Right. Mm. You know, I just, as someone who has to wear a mask at least seven hours a day and sit behind plexiglass, I just want to know, like, is there any projection as, like, when will this end? Never. When no. is the end? Never. November 4th. November 4th. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Like... We actually, still... actually, it probably won't be November fourth. Maybe it'll yeah, be it December sometime, won't. Jay. <laughs> we're we're if, still wearing masks we're all day long at the library. All patrons have to wear masks. We sit behind plexiglass at our desks. Yeah, I have to. I have to clean each computer every hour with uh, disinfectant. Um, I have to hand sanitize every time I like leave my desk and come back. Um, and yep. the library director, she just came to me the other day and she was like, she, because she got, she got a grant for money, this, you know, grant for money for buying supplies that are like COVID supplies. Yep. Yeah, there it is. Right. Grant mm-hmm. for money for COVID supplies. Ooh. Great. Um, and she's coming to me saying, okay, I found these movable barriers with plexiglass, and you think this would be good for the, the reference desk? And I'm thinking in my head, like, because I've been there 20 years, right? And I'm thinking, how long are these going to be around? And how long are, are we going to be doing this? And, and in my mind, it's, it's going to be unending. Well, I would... You I know, mean, like, is there a certain point where somebody's going to come along and be like, okay, no more masks, we're all good? Well, yeah. and I, I don't think so. I, well, so this is, is interesting because in, in Harris County, Lena. Yes. Uh, the. Uh, what do you want to call her? Emperor, Emperor Lena? <laughs> the what? Emperor Lena Hidalgo I of Harris County. What are you talking about? The the Harris County judge that's like trying to run the county like she's an autocrat. Oh, okay. Issued okay. issued her mask order June nineteenth. Uh, wow. Okay. It was extended till August twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything that extended it past August twenty sixth. So this is what the twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. It might be over. You're free. I haven't I haven't seen. And the state, the statewide mask order 
went into effect um, July 3rd and it's supposed to if it expired on August 26th and I haven't seen anything that yep. extends it so oh Texas is free well I don't know I haven't been out of my house in a couple of days so <laughs> hurricane and all you know I went out I went out what third Tuesday and got some some last minute stuff for the you know the hurricane that didn't happen mm-hmm. and uh, well it didn't happen here anyway so um, it was a hurricane yeah, it was a hurricane. Yeah. It's a hurricane. Hurricane. Uh, um, but I hadn't been out since, so I don't know. I don't know if the mask order is still in, in effect or not. I I just did a Google search for it, and I don't see anything that extended it. So who, who huh. the hell knows? Okay. Yep. Well, but you know, well, and, and, at some point, people are going to go fuck it. We're done. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, but I think I I, I still think that at least for the foreseeable future, there's going to be a lot of social pressure to wear a mask if you're sick. Yeah, and, well, I mean, and that to makes stay sense, home though. You know, if you're they've sick. been doing that in Asia for yes. years. Yes. And I think and that, that makes I think sense. it's good. I yes, agree. Absolutely. I don't care if you got the COVID or a cold or the flu or whatever. Yeah. If you're yes. sick, right. wear a damn mask. And if you, you yeah. know, if you have to go outside, yeah. otherwise stay home. Exactly. Yeah. If you're sick and you have to go out, wear a mask. That makes sense. Right. There's actually a you know, there's there's science behind that, right? Sure. You know, but this whole this whole Schrodinger's virus, right, mm-hmm. is the yeah. big thing. It's like, well, you wear a mask. Why am I wearing a mask? Well, it's to protect yourself. No. So you're telling not. me that the fucking cloth the cloth bandana is going to protect me? No, it's not. Well, mm-hmm. if somebody sne- and, and again, I I I know I've gotten into this before, but the whole you know, well, it's like wearing pants because if somebody starts peeing and you're wearing, pants, you know, it's like no, because if somebody's peeing, I'm not going to be fucking close enough to them that they can pee on me. <laughs> I don't normally ha- I can count on one hand the number of times someone has sneezed on me that wasn't related to me. Right. You know, well, I mean, yeah, the kids, yeah, that it happens, but. You know, in my entire life, the number of times strangers have actually sneezed on me is remarkably slim. Yeah. Right. So I'm not normally just out there like someone sneezes and I'm jumping to catch it. Well, you also you also don't get sick that often. Right? Right. I mean, right. exactly. Every now and then you might catch something, but it's pretty rare. But, you know, it, it's, okay, so you're wearing a mask so you don't get it. Well, then you should be wearing the N95 mask with the filter, and you should have eye protection, blah, 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 blah. But that's not what we're talking about, is it? No. We're talking about any mask. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. any- so you're wearing, you're wearing it so that you don't infect other people. Well, right. Well, I don't have, I don't have coronavirus. Right. Why do Are I need you to wear a mask? Yeah. <laughs> I ran five miles today. That's how I know. Well. You know the odds. The odds are against it. I mean, given given a ten percent, you know, the t- they test people and you know they're only ten percent. So, right or even twenty. I mean, the odds the odds are really high that the vast majority of people don't have it, or they or, you know they don't currently have it. Right. Not currently right. Infectious. So. And I I want to address just this whole like wear a mask and keep other people safe. I have I work with the public. <laughs> and I have seen some appalling masks. Mm-hmm. Appalling. Oh, yeah. Filthy, 
dirty, on appalling people. I mean, worn on the forehead. Oh, on the 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 trend is to wear it under the chin like a goatee, like a beard. Yes, you know? yeah, it's a little chin strap. And yeah, with a oh, appall and filthy. Like some of them, I oh, filthy. Like I have to put gloves on to touch the mask. <sighs> really, just so gross. Ick. And yeah, super ick. So like, don't tell me this dude is keeping me safe from whatever. It's just, it's nonsense. Yep. It, and, and I'm not saying like, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. But I don't think they're doing anything. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. Well, again, it, it seems more and more like they're doing it because they can. Right. Yeah. Because they're curious to see, we tell you to wear a mask, you will comply. Right. And, and if you don't comply, well, it'd be a shame if we re- released a bunch of violent offenders from the local jail in the mm-hmm. name of them not getting COVID. Because, and I've seen this, right. just because you're in jail doesn't mean you should have a death sentence. You know, like, like, you know, getting coronavirus trumps, I don't know, raping someone. Or, yeah, I mean, that's, there was a case where someone who raped someone was oh, right out boy. of jail because of coronavirus and then went yeah. out and murdered his victim. Yep. Yeah. You know, now, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are other things that are contagious that could potentially be caught in a prison. So basically what you're saying is we can release anyone at any time for any reason we feel like. Provided you vote in a way we don't like. And that rolls back into the vote by mail, the Joe Biden, the we don't need to debate, the riots, Portland. The fact that there have been riots in Portland for months now. Months. And it's you know what I saw today? You know what I saw today? Somebody claiming that well Trump is Trump says that, you know, bad things happen in cities in cities controlled by Democrats. Why doesn't he do something about it? And I'm like, are you fucking stupid? Are you the dumbest human being to walk the fucking planet? Because there are places where the leader of the country controls what happens in all the cities. They're called fucking dictatorships. You've already called Trump Hitler. You want him to be fucking Hitler? Have him control what happens in Portland, Oregon. And Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And Minneapolis, Minnesota. You want you want a fucking dictator? You want Hitler? You want somebody that needs to be removed from office? Have it be someone who feels they need to inject themselves in every major city in the United States. You meanwhile, don't want that. Meanwhile, you, the media is, is, you know, hailing Joe Biden's for saying, yes, I shut the whole country down. Right, right. Well, and the flip side of that is that this, this new thing that Joe Biden is, and I swear to God, I'm not making this up, the decent candidate. Joe fucking Biden. 
is the decent <laughs> candidate. The man pulled strings so oh. pulled strings so his fucking cokehead kid could get into the military. He's the decent one. Credible yeah. allegations of rape. He's the decent one. Trump, as I've seen, Trump being a bore and saying that women basically throw themselves at him, and all Biden has done is sniff women. No, he's been accused of way more than that. Mm-hmm. But he's the decent candidate. He was accused of plagiarism when he was in college, when he ran for president the first time. But he's the decent candidate. He has repeatedly used his position to bully people he considers beneath him. But he's the decent candidate. Well, he's decent because he's not a Republican. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like Goebbels is going, Jesus Christ, I'm a fucking piker compared to these people. <laughs> Joe Biden is the decent candidate. I, like, on what planet? You know, I, I mean, it, it's, it's mind-boggling. It, it really is. Trump makes a statement 15 years ago in what he thinks is a private conversation, and that's proof that he's this, this horrible, misogynist rapist. Joe Biden, you know actually assaulted one of his campaign workers and nothing didn't happen we don't report on it it didn't happen yep you know and and i'm genuinely concerned about what's going to happen in november oh you know what's going to happen a landslide i'm i'm afraid well, I, I, so so there's there's two options. One is is like Rita said, a clear landslide beyond beyond any hope of Democrats cheating. Like like Reagan's second term landslide. Yeah. And that's and that's what it's gonna take. Because if it's even yes, if it's close, if it's within 10%. The loss, they've got armies of lawyers already lined up. They're going to file oh, suits God, yeah. in every court, in every county, in every state, federal. They're going to, it's going to be, it's going to make hanging chads in 2000 look like nothing. <laughs> they're going to, they're going to tie this up and find, find uncounted yep. ballots all over the fucking place. And sue to force them to be counted yep. because Wherever everybody, every to. vote's important, especially the ones that are illegal. Especially the ones we just found. Yeah, especially the ones that we just found from all these people that are dead. You know. Yeah. I just yeah, because if it's even vaguely close, I mean, I'm going to tell, I, I'm going to call it right now. Joe Biden's going to win the popular vote. Period. I'm not so sure about that. I don't know. I, I'm going to call it. I'll put money. So sure. He wins the popular vote because they've so sure. already they've already got California, and New York. Yeah, but the the whole vote by mail thing is what that tells me that they've already they already know how many people voted for Joe Biden. I'm making air quotes because they're pushing so hard for this vote by mail. Mm. Well, that's so that's and cheap. and honestly, it I don't. Like if you if you step back and look at it, it's August. It is currently August. 
if you honestly do not feel safe voting in person, you have ages to get an absentee ballot. Absolutely. Yes. You get an absentee ballot. You can get them at at your library. We have, we have a mechanism in place so that your vote can count without you going to the polling place. They, it's not a mystery. It's not a secret. It's not, you know, you don't have to like be a Mason and be inducted into some secret society to do this. This is, you go to your polling place and you say, I'm not going to be in town or whatever. And you get an absentee ballot and you send it in. They're pushing for this vote by mail where we're just going to fling hundreds of millions of ballots into the air and hope they get to the right people and hope that nothing happens to them before they're counted. Right. This sounds to me like the makings of the biggest fishing trip in the history of Western civilization, that we are just going to manufacture as many votes as we need. Oh, of course they are. And you know they will. The strongholds they'll be able to, which is why Biden's going to win the popular vote. You know, when you when you've got liberal strongholds in Philadelphia that went what a hundred nine percent for Barack Obama. Yeah. You know, they they had more votes for Obama than they had registered voters. Yeah. That's going to happen in every stronghold across the country. I would I would wager he wins the popular vote by multiple percent. Wow. By by four by three to five percent. That's my prediction. Doesn't matter what the electoral vote is. I also think if Trump wins, it's gonna be razor thin. It's gonna be another, you know, Bush Gore where it comes down to one or two states tops. If it does come to that, right. if it does come to that, the Democrats are not going to give up. They're not going to concede. They're going to no. fight it in the courts. They're going to they're going to do. They're going to find ha- however many ballots it takes to flip whatever and, remained outstanding, and, will, and they'll tie it up in court. They'll they'll cheat, lie, and steal until they flip whatever state it was that you know yep. went for and, and then claim they'll they turn the. No- They'll turn the knob up on the riots sure. because Trump is trying to overturn an election. Right. The people are already setting the groundwork. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, there's a part of me that's like, you know what? Fine. You win. Joe Biden's president. Now what? And, you know, it just means President Harris or President whoever. Who's in charge? Right. You know, the the fact that Joe Biden can't participate in a debate. Yeah. And it's just, you know, this whole line of, you know, why give Trump a platform for his lies? Oh, yeah. That's the big that's the big push now is. Isn't that exactly why you want the debate? So you can counter the lies. Yeah. But, you know. Come on, Jay. You know why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know exactly. But, you know, it's like that is like the thinnest of veneers here, folks. Yeah. Because if he's lying, you should be both prepared for it and able to refute it in a manner such as to make it obvious that he is lying to everyone. Right. And expose him on a national stage. 
the fact that you're saying, you know, well, don't quote me, but Joe Biden shouldn't participate in the debate. Like, listen, you rummy. Who do you think you're fooling? You're giving a press conference saying, don't quote me. Yeah. Obviously, you want this to be disseminated. You know? Yeah. Oh, well, it's it'll just be ridiculous. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah, we are absolutely. Tune in living. next week. Yeah. That's right. What conspiracy theory are we going to debunk next on the score report? We are the meddling kids. Is it time for Trump's speech yet? Or are we doing that? What? Like, I'm wondering what time does, does he go on with the speech? Oh, his acceptance speech? I don't know. I haven't, yeah. I haven't paid any attention. It should be time. Let's go. We should go. All right. We'll be back next week. We're going to go watch a speech. Bye, everybody. Okay. Night, y'all. Good night, everybody.